Let's move on. The United States has imposed sanctions on three Sudanese entities for their role in funding the ongoing conflict in the country. Joining us this afternoon to speak about the latest happenings there is Khalid Zahab, strategic communication consultant and retired media relations expert. Khalid, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Let's try and understand this in context. What's happening here? Three entities that are sanctioned by the U.S. Uh, give us a deeper understanding of the matter. Well, actually, this this is not the first time, and these are not the only entities that uh, have been sanctioned by uh, sanctioned by the United States. Uh, uh, United States, a uh, few. A um, couple of months ago, sanctioned also a number of other companies. Uh, those uh, those entities um, either belong to the rapid support uh, forces, uh, which are led by General uh, Muhammad Hamdan Dagalo, better known as Himeti, or they are a part of the um, um, uh, commercial and industrial um, 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 interests of the Sudanese army, uh, which is led by General Arborhan. Um, both, uh, you know, both sides have been using these companies um, to uh, trade in gold. You know, Sudan is very rich in gold, and uh, gold mining has been taking place over the last few years. Um, something that has picked up after the secession of the South. Uh, when South Sudan went, it took with it about 80% of the oil of the country. So the country was had to look for alternative sources and gold was found in large quantities in the country. Um, these two um, or these two sides are accused of uh, trading in gold um selling gold so that they can finance the war by buying weapons uh, from different sources and that is the reason why the american treasury has imposed sanctions they have imposed sanctions also on individuals um, um before you know a few months ago um they have now um, you know they are now widening that circle of sanctions because uh, clearly the war has not um, has not stopped and there is no sign of it stopping so unless um, more and more of these companies which are engaged in the financing of the war are targeted then uh, obviously the war will uh, is 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 very likely to continue mm. what could be the fears of america on the face of it is the, the, the funding of the conflict, but what could be the deeper fears of America here? Instability in the region. It's, it's very clear. The, the, you know, any, any uh, continuation of war in Sudan will lead to instability in the region. Um, the region is a very fragile region. Uh, the region of uh, East Africa, um, Egypt on the north is very, very worried about its own security, uh, fearing that this might spell onto, uh, into Egypt. Ethiopia is equally worried, especially because they have the, the, uh, the uh, Renaissance Dam uh, that they are uh, constructing at the moment. And um, I'm sure you know that Egypt 
and Ethiopia were at loggerheads because of this dam. Um, both sides do not want to see a Sudan that is um, uh, unstable. Um, the United States shares the same uh, feeling. Uh, Chad on the west is also a very fragile place. Um, so, so the instability of the region is not in the interests of anybody, especially since the Sudan uh, um, is um, has an outlet to the Red Sea, and as you know, the Red Sea is one of the busiest uh, waterways in the world and one of the most important because the oil that is going to the west uh, mostly flows through the the red sea so so it's basically instability they are worried about can these sanctions actually hurt these companies uh, this is a lo- this is a <laughs> this is a big debate hmm. that has been going on for years whether actually sanctions do um, you know, their intended, uh, whether they actually achieve their intended targets. Um, the, the regime of Omar al-Bashir was sanctioned and, and embargoed and, and, you know, for, for years. But the regime stayed in place. It didn't fall until, until the, uh, the people of Sudan themselves rose against the regime. So um, some people say, yes, it does work. Some people say, no, it doesn't work. Some people say that these sanctions actually don't hurt the, 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 the target companies or individuals. Rather, the, the, the biggest loser is the ordinary citizen in the street. Uh, so it, it, it is a big debate. I cannot really give you um, an answer one way or another. Hmm. But it certainly has effects. It certainly has effects. And, and how has the AU uh, reacted to these sanctions? Well, the AU is working very closely with the United States, Saudi Arabia, uh, the EGAD, uh, which is the Intergovernmental um, Authority on Development, that is the sub-regional grouping for the for the countries of the Horn of Africa. Um, they are all working to try and 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 force the two warring parties to come to the negotiating table, and um, and uh, to reach. A, a negotiated settlement and you know stop the the, the conflict um, you know reach an, uh, a ceasefire a permanent ceasefire um, so that um, humanitarian aid can also get through to the people who are affected do you know that uh, the united uh, nations has estimated uh, the sudanese people who have um, who have been displaced to at about 8 million people. That's probably the biggest displacement there is in the world at this stage. So, so you know, um, all of these sides or parties are working together. The, the most notable one, of course, was the Jeddah talks that was sponsored by the United States and Saudi Arabia with the support of IGAD and the African Union. Um, you know, they held a number of rounds of talks to reach a ceasefire, but uh, it didn't come to anything. Um, EGAD then went in and tried to bring in the two generals uh, together. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, the commander of the army is uh, is refusing 
to 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 go the other side the rsf has uh, the uh, the leader of the rsf has uh, publicly declared that he was willing and he was ready to go but then the commander of the army is not willing and is not ready to go um so one side is not enough um it takes two to tango like uh, like uh, they say um so i don't know how or what will happen at this stage uh but uh, but like uh, you know the different parties are trying to 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 pressure the two sides uh, to come to the negotiating table mm. brother khalid jazakallah khairan for your time much appreciated on radio islam international barakallahu feek barakallahu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh